It's a new day. Yes, it is. Live from a Zoom call from Atlanta, Georgia, Lando Lakes, Florida, and Valentine, Nebraska, it's the New Day. Feel the power with you guys, the New Day. I am Xavier Woods. Uh, I, I am Biggie. I just wanted to thank Light Skin Dan for uh, jumping in there. Wait, I, Light Skin? <laughs> yeah. His skin is light, is it not? It's true, but I'm... Oh, all right. Yes. Why are you trying to fight me on this? I just, I just thought... I did, okay. Okay. Do my eyes deceive me? Does he have a bunch of melanin? That am I colorblind? I thought that light skin was more uh, reserved for a term for someone who like has melanin, but like just as, like some slim cases of it, so they're lighter. As for yeah, Dan, typically is, is white. So I was just confused. I didn't know. It's like, oh, is Dan typically? I mean, I'll take it over doo doo Dan. I'll take it over doo doo Dan. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna bring it back to doo doo Dan. You know, this that's his real moniker. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, light skin Dan works too. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Anyways, nothing's wrong. I was just making sure that I understood the full use of the term. But if we're using it like that, okay, cool, let's go. I used and it incorrectly. I, I suppose. And I am Kofi Kingston. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were you? You have more to say? Or I thought I don't yeah. know. I bet oh, those I four people second. on Twitter are screaming for that you, weird you said, intro. You said, now, "Am I Big E?" You said that before, didn't you? We knew what was going on. No, I didn't. We all loose and willy nilly with the intro. <laughs> this was going to happen. Look here, I'm going to get mine. I thought, I thought you had gone. <laughs> I thought you had gone. Y'all keep talking all you want, but I'm eventually going to get mine. Uh, you know, he, might, he's not done talking until he gets his 40-minute intro, so we'll let him it go. It might take me five minutes, three minutes, as long as y'all want to talk, but eventually I'll get mine. And that's really the story of my time in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick around until I get mine. I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> might take me a decade. Might take me 15 years. But one day I'm gonna catch y'all slipping, and I'm gonna get what I'm owed, sucker. You better believe I'm gonna get <laughs> mine, <laughs> right? And I'm gonna haunt if if even if it until the end of my life I'm gonna haunt y'all. I'm gonna find a way to get mine. That's all I'm saying. That's what, all I'm what focused is, on. What does getting, getting yours into? What, what is yours? <laughs> See, it's open ended. It is. It's what you want it to be. Sometimes getting yours is money. Sometimes getting yours means respect and adoration. Sometimes it means people lining up across the street from you when they okay. see you. Okay. And taking their hand and making it so straight that it's curved. <laughs> and placing it on their forehead. Wide-eyed. I added the wide-eyed, too. They got to be wide-eyed. Yes. I, I want their eyes as wide as possible. All, all of a sudden, they're in wonder. <gasps> yes. So they can drink me in. So they can take in all of me as much as possible. Yeah. This is how I want them. I want them stiff, standing straight, as straight as possible. And I want that hand so straight that it's curved. And I want them all to salute me. And that is getting mine. That's what getting mine means to me. I'm Big E, and that's what it means to me. Getting my respect, getting my paper, getting my cheese, getting my guac, getting my adoration, getting my love, getting my flowers. Um, mm -hmm. What else do I want to get out of the cheddar? salutes? Cheddar, you want the cheddar? The salutes. Yeah, I want salutes. Uh, I yeah. got a whole list of demands. Don't worry. I, I, I'll be coming up with them. I'm just really enjoying, I'm Big E, and I'm going to get mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's you a t-shirt. You better believe it. From you back. better believe it. I'm Big E, dot, 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 on the back, and I'm going to get mine. And I'm going to get mine. <laughs> this isn't just for me, by the way, either. This is for everybody. I want everybody to get yours. Get what's, what's owed to you. It's not just about me. Don't act like I'm being the selfish one here. This is You're for not. all you people, little and small, the boys and the girls, the mamas and the papas, the churins, the babies, all of y'all. 
Kiss. Make sure you don't leave this earth without getting yours. Make sure you don't leave your job without getting yours. Make sure you don't leave your household without getting yours. Sometimes you got to get yours in your household. You know what I mean? People back talking you, you better get yours. People <laughs> sassing you up in your in your dwelling, you better get yours. That's why I live alone. Because ain't nobody going to sass me yeah. in my house. <laughs> You heard? Who's sassing them? He said, I stay here, because I, I make sure there ain't no one here to sass me. That's all. I make sure. And if they were here, I, that's why I, I got them out. You yeah. sass me, get out, because I'm getting yeah. mine. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm getting> my- <laughs> Matter of fact, you know what? Close, Go ahead, close the door, because I'm about to get mine. Yeah. Right. What? Hey, don't make it weird. That was, you know, oh, weird. weird. But you I made it know, weird by shining weird. a light on it. Ooh. But in 2021, that's the motto for 2021. We, we got to get mine. I got to get mine in 2021. And you too at home. You got to get yours. Repeat you after me. Yours for the low price. In 1999. Repeat after me. In 2021, 2021, I'm going to get mine. <laughs> Say it with me now one more time. I'm going to get mine. Get mine. yours. Right. That's and I might, I might start with my last name, too. Since y'all oh, playing. Oh, wow. Ooh. Since y'all, I might start there. I might not. Y'all don't, y'all don't tell, I don't have to tell you my plan. It'll come when it comes. Where, where are you going to get it from? Yeah. No, you, Who you, has you, it? You see? Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. Because if I could help, you know, if I could help you get yours. Did someone else, did someone take it from you? Yeah, they took it. And they have it like in a, it. In, a, in a castle? Is it like being guarded by a dragon and some, some treasure in a cave or something? You should, we got to go on an adventure. I don't like, know where, where is, where is the last name? Where's the surname? Yeah. Where somewhere, is yours? Probably somewhere in Stanford. Stanford? Somewhere in Stanford, probably. Locked up. Yeah. In the vault. In the warehouse. It's, it's in there yeah. with all the stuff from the, all the previous mediums. That's right. I haven't it's explored big, the whole building. a big neon sign in cursive. This is Langston. Langston. <laughs> we got him. When you see me cartoonishly creeping in on my tiptoes at HQ, and when you see me scurrying with a big old neon sign, um, you know, scrambling out of there like uh, Tom and Jerry on my tiptoes, You'll know why. That's what I did. I took mine and I got, got mine. This is on this day. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's, that's my motto. That's my mantra. So that's me. All right. Well, uh, is that is that is that your time? Are you are you guys um, all about time? That's the intro time, I guess. I, I yield so. the floor to. Uh, I think they say that in Congress or whatever. You know, I yield the floor. Yeah. I yield my time. Something like that. You are you took up all the floor and there's no more floor to give. So I yeah. was gonna be upset about Dan saying something about me being from Nebraska, but um, you know, yeah, it's so far removed in the now. intro. It's he so far Nebraska? removed. He, he said Nebraska. He now said Nebraska. Nebraska. He's and, and and now we don't have time to talk about that because once again, E, you have taken all the intro time. So let's move on and talk you know, about whatever go, go, it is. Go ahead, talk about it. Go we ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, Nebraska. Where is this? I mean, let's uh, can we bring uh, Dudu Dan back on the screen here? Sure. Yes. Let me. Yeah. Yes, well, uh, Nebraska. Why? Ne- why Nebraska now? So I mean, you want to defame another state? Is what you want to do? Hold on a second. On I'm just, I don't whoa. want to live in America tour. Oh my goodness gracious! Whoa, whoa! <laughs> hey, come on, y'all. You see me? This look. I'm. I'm. I'm not a threat. I am not a threat. I'm asking a very simple question. Because we just went completely out of state, went out of this whole region to an area that I've never been in. Not to say that we won't move there, because we like to move. You've been to Nebraska. Are we, we, I might, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I've never lived there. I've never lived there. I thought it might be appropriate. It's Valentine, Nebraska. Valentine, Nebraska. Okay. Why yeah. are we wearing robes, gentlemen? Well, well. <laughs> who's going to do? Oh, is it? I thought, so I, I, I thought Kofsa had the floor because he's, 
I, I, I didn't have the floor. I didn't have the floor. There was no... He took up all the floor in the intro. He took all, he took all the, the floor. The floor is, it's an infinity. The floor is oh, endless. It's like, it's like Tekken. Infinite Azure. There's yes, no, there you go. No walls. Okay. Okay, there so we're go. wearing robes and Dan made the Valentine's joke because this is our, our quote unquote Valentine's Day celebration episode. And we feel, since we have a platform to speak into these microphones and y'all enjoy listening to it, we figured, why don't we get some sort of, you know, give us some of your romantic experiences, maybe some things you need advice on for Valentine's Day with romance, relationship, friendships, what have you. Now, again, like we usually do before we give advice, we three are not qualified in any sense of the word to be giving this advice. So understand, this is for last giggles and the jokes, literally only. Well, not only, because sometimes we do give a good, a good advice. Yeah, and I was going to say, you, you know, the two of you are married with children, you beautiful family, so there are some qualifications uh, there, two of you. This is where we, can give, we can give experiences that we've had, but I feel right. like being married doesn't mean that you give good relationship advice, because I know a lot of people who are married who are like, well, <laughs> okay. I don't think, well, maybe, no, no. So, all right, well, uh, non-melanated Dan, can you hit us with the first one? <laughs> Just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Clunkiest <laughs> <laughs> one MD. Y'all had a problem with light skin. What do you want from me? Problem. I just want to make sure that I use the word correctly when I used it. Well, I'm working on it. All right. Okay. <laughs> we do have some questions here from the folks on Twitter, and uh, I will go ahead and go with the first one here. This is from uh, you may know this fella, Dean Mutati is his Ooh. name on Dean uh, Mutati. Okay. Yes, oh, yes. He likes he to party. I've been single for 11 years. Should I keep it going? Mojo? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mojo, the lifestyle that, uh, that you live, <laughs> yeah. I don't think is really conducive <laughs> to relationships, you know? Uh, yeah, keep it going. At this point, you know, you're all right. I mean, come on, you're already there. You've been single yeah. for a long time. Just... Just you're enjoying your life. Everybody that you're with is enjoying yeah. their lives. You know, just as long as everybody's happy, healthy, and having a good time, and all uh, understanding adults that all get the situation, by all means, yeah. do, do you. I was going to say that Mojo and I are one and the same because we're, we're uh, longtime bachelors, but that's very much not, not the case. Uh, not. <laughs> the, the life he lives is one um, that almost gives me anxiety just thinking about it. The amount of uh, physical contact he has with humans, men and, and women. I don't mean it like, you know what I mean? I, I'm saying he has a lot of interactions socially and he also, he's a man he's a who- guy. He likes to dance and be out. Yes, yes, yes he out does. About. Not now though. And that's right because of the, the pandemic and whatnot. Uh, he is a man who um, is probably still sowing his, his wild oats, I would imagine. Not for me to judge, but I'm just saying that's what he does. And I feel like, I feel like he's a man who enjoys his life. I feel like he's a man who's, who's living the life he probably is designed to be living. So, you know, uh, keep doing you, uh, Dean Mutati. Keep doing you. Keep loving life. Keep living. Keep raving. Keep whatever it is that you do out on these Tampa streets. And he, beyond. He, 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 all he around the world. Great time. Mojo came over to the house uh, not too long ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he was in Atlanta for some stuff. So he came in. He stood, he stood on this floor. Played with wow. my VR equipment. It was great wow. to see him. I haven't seen his face in a long time. Yes, yeah, been a minute. Great face. Isn't it ironic that uh, his his initials are DM and he spends a lot of time in his DMs on the uh, on on the social medias? 
and all that. I just, I just, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's irony, but uh, okay. Well, it's a, it's a heck of a coincidence. It is. <laughs> it's a heck, a heck of a coincidence, you know? Yes. Yeah. I, like yeah. you were saying, though, like as far as the anxiety, man, like it's work. Well, Mojo, the way he interacts with so many people and he he knows everybody. I think, well, well we were in um, Pittsburgh, right? For uh, David Allen's thing. And then we went out afterwards. I don't know how people convinced me to go out. Oh, I, yeah. you know, And there was a club he ended up knowing the D, some famous DJ or something, and then he, he met him everybody. that day. Yeah. Oh, we met him that day. That morning when they were. Oh, I thought we they walking. were buds. Yeah. I will. He. I think he may have been friends with somebody who was friends with him, but I think he met that DJ that day. Wow. He's a hustler. He is a hustler. See, when awesome. you were talking about initials, I thought you were going to go the Damien Priest route. I thought that's where you were. Going oh, Damien Priest. Yeah. Uh, right. Where the initials. Yeah. yeah. Dan, what's the next one? Oh, yes. Hello. Yes. I'm here with more questions. Hello. On Raw, yes. on raw Talk of all places. Yeah. Right. You, you can blame Charlie for that. <laughs> Hopefully that's wrong. Just talking about it. supposed to be it raw. That's what it's called. <laughs> all right. The next question comes from Gary LaPlante, and he asks, my partner and I have discussed getting engaged for a while now. Already have a ring. Just need to think of a way to propose to her under lockdown. Any ideas? Ooh. She said that I can't put the ring on either of the cat cats, so okay. I have no idea what to do now. Mm. Call. It's. I guess it's tough with the whole with the whole lockdown situation. I, I would suggest maybe maybe she likes cats and and you've already found something that she likes, but find something that she likes and coordinate it with that. For example, uh, for myself, my wife and I were together for shoot almost like a decade before we actually got married so 2000 about nine years and I asked her to marry me so we had moved to Tampa and uh when we bought our house uh we were going through the house and everything and and whatnot and then we ended up going to the bonus room and uh I got down on bended knee and proposed to her there at the house because it was a situation where even though we had been together for a long time we were kind of starting a new chapter being married, you know, the, uh, the, the, the matrimonial route. And, um, it was just more, it was, it was symbolic, you know what I'm saying? Of, uh, starting, I'm not starting fresh, but starting a new chapter in our lives. So I, it's easier said than done. Cause we know, we don't really, we don't really know. We don't really know your ass, you know what I'm saying? But Damn. we gotta, Damn. we gotta find something, <laughs> find something that she likes. Uh, it's, I don't know. I guess it's hard. It's hard with the whole quarantine yeah. thing. huh? Especially cause like, so you gotta, so okay, so I'll explain mine. So I did mine in a photo booth because you know how people will have like their friends or like a photographer if they're, if they're like that and super into all that stuff, they'll get them to like capture the moment so they see everything. So in my head it was like photo booths are dope and it'll be cool to have photo booth like reactions because like pull the ring up like right when it says three. So I have a picture of her like, <gasps> and so like, that's to me so that's nice. kind of cool, but obviously you can't go do something like that now. But then the double layer, so this is where you guys start thinking because you said you've already talked about being engaged and you already have a ring. So if she listens to this podcast too, she now also knows that you have a mm. ring if she didn't already know. So now I feel like- Well, she said don't put on the cats. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So she does, yeah. she's aware of the ring, yeah. So, so now I but feel does like- she know, does, she know that, does she know that he has it? I mean, if she, she, she told him he can't put the ring on the cats and I feel like they've yeah. had the conversation okay. that he's he gotten the ring. He right. And so I assume- uh, you're not obviously not going out and doing things because quarantine, all that type of stuff. Um, photo booth on iPad, Dara says. <laughs> it's a little different, but yeah, so you could do the same thing. But I, what I'm saying is I feel like you have to now pump fake 
the ask because she knows it's coming. So you need to be like, Hey, you know, on Thursday night, I'm going to cook you dinner. And she comes into like a candlelit dinner, all this stuff. And she thinks, Oh, well, clearly he's asking me now. And you don't ask. And then the next week you do something crazy. Like you put rose petals from like the shower to like the bed and like the, like big extravagant things and love letters everywhere. And then you don't ask. And she's going to go, what the hell is going? And then you find that one extra thing where it seems like a, like a small thing, but it's actually a huge thing that means a lot to her. And you ask in that moment, now you got it. But I don't know what that is. Cause like Kofi said, we don't know you. So we don't know the specifics, but I do feel like you, it would be nice to pump fake. So you can at least attempt to surprise her when the time comes. Cause it's going to be very difficult in the current situation, especially cause she knows it's coming. That's fair. That's fair. I got you. I got the idea. This is it. So um, go. run with it. This is what you do. You don't need to advertise that you're about to do it or whatever. You just have a normal meal. You put the ring, not in her food. You put the ring in your food. So you're eating the food and you know the ring is in there. So you don't actually swallow the ring. But when you're eating the food, make sure you like put it in a pocket of your mouth so you don't actually choke on it. But now you actually pretend to choke. You start choking. You point <laughs> to, <laughs> sorry, can I, can I continue? You, yes, point, you, you point to indicate that you need the Heimlich. You need the Heimlich. So she gets behind you. She grabs a waist lock, like an old school pro wrestling waist lock. It's also an amateur wrestling as well. She grabs the waist lock and she squeezes. She squeezes. She squeezes. And you, you're not actually choking, but you're pretending to choke. You, on, on the third squeeze, because that just feels right, you know, rule of threes. Three, you rule spit of threes. the ring out into the air. And you catch it out of midair. And as you catch the ring, you drop to a knee all in one motion. And you swivel towards her and you say, honey, baby, sugar cakes, you just saved my life. And now my life will forever be yours. Question. Will you marry me? Tell me that ain't it, bro. Question. Tell me that ain't Question. It. Wow. I feel like I feel like you're immediately uh starting the foundation of the marriage off on a lie because you're saying you saved my life when you weren't really in danger. Just you to, know that. might not be talking about that point. Maybe, right, right, right. Maybe she saved you saved my being, life. Oh, see, okay. So that, that, that's you. my fault. So that's my fault you. for not taking it to the next level. That was deep, E. Congrats. Okay. Thank you very much. I thought I thought the final quote and, and you you swerved it and it was it was actually a lot better than what I thought it was going to be when you said that uh and my life now belongs to you. I thought you said I thought you were going to say uh you saved my life. Now let me save yours. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what a vain proposal. Look, is that you're welcome. Is that you're what you're, you're welcome. Put this now on. you take a knee. <laughs> what? Now you pledge to me. You, what? <laughs> what kind of but that's not where you went with it. I, I, I don't know. That's where I thought you were going. Why would you think I would take it there? So you thought he I was, was trying off. to tell this man to try to uh, convince his girl into some form of indentured servitude? Uh, hey, look, I don't know. That's just the vibe I was getting from the story <laughs> and the, you know, the ring and the mouth and then the Heimlich point where she knew, oh, Heimlich spot. Okay. She gets behind him. and stuff. So I, that's where I thought you were going, but I was wrong. Sorry. Yeah, you should be sorry. I feel like I came up with a hell of a plan. It was great. And, I like uh, it. Yeah. No, I like it. I, I am hey. upset that when you said she pulls a waist lock, I'm upset you didn't say you hit a switch in German suplexer. <laughs> and then like roll through for the pin and pull the ring out underneath, you know? That's like, de depending on their level of a wrestling ability, I don't know yeah. if they, if they were both high school state champions and go with it, you know? Like, <laughs> well, so, sometimes it doesn't matter.
You know, I see videos right. of people doing German suplexes in Walmarts, you know, That's, and, and we don't condone that. Please don't we, do that. We, don't, yeah, don't we need to say that to cover ourselves legally. So yes. please don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> G3 Assistance through Virginia's community colleges is your pathway to a new future, helping those who qualify pay for school and train for the right career. Right where you are, right now. Get a skill. Get a job. Get ahead. You can learn more at vccs.edu forward slash G3. This next one is coming in from Claire, and it says, how does a single mom go about dating but not looking to bring a man into her son's life? Mm. I mean, like, ever? Like, I mean, I, I would assume eventually, like, once eventually their relationship grows to, like, that point. But I, could, I can only imagine, like, what it would be like, uh, especially, like and, and when I say that, I mean, like, especially, like, during quarantine. Because, like, it, it's probably, it's, it's hard enough trying to date and, and juggle all of these things. But during quarantine, geez, what you got, E? Um, I don't have really experience here. Um, have you ever considered bringing in a stunt child? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out now. <laughs> so eventually, let's say this relationship is progressing. <laughs> things are going well. <laughs> and you bring in your stunt child. You say, I want to see how he is. Around around kids. Yeah, kids so yeah. this is this this kid will be fully trained, by the way, too. So, so. By who? <laughs> by who? What what business is training stunt children so that single parents can test their significant other? There might be a need. He'll, he'll train at flatbacks. He'll train with Breeze. He'll train him to wrestle. Just, the kids are well trained. We know we don't know in what, but they're trained in something. The wrestling side and the stunt kid side. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Is there some training? <laughs> so you take the stunt child and you have them in the house and um you know it's it's not the most honest thing but you say hey this is my child nice to meet you or whatnot or you know just like get them to, together and see what kind of bond there is and if you say hey this is um this is cool they have a good bond together then maybe at some point you say, you know what? <laughs> right. Maybe, see, maybe, say anything? Yeah. Do anything in the bathroom? <laughs> maybe you do the switch and don't even acknowledge it. Like, oh, like, like Fresh Prince. Like Fresh right. Prince. Like Viv. <laughs> yes. 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 Like on Viv. Like light skin on Viv. That's, 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 that's the light skin. Way to that's, use that's light, light skin. skin. Yes. Dan is not light skin. <laughs> so, yeah, I have, I, uh, I believe it or not, I just came up with that idea on the spot. I know it's shocking, but wow. yeah, yeah, really, I thought you've been really. sitting on this for a few years, man. <laughs> you really molded it. It's worth considering just to see, you know? I'm not mad and, at it because especially if you if you do the switch, the, the, the kid switch, and you act like nothing's wrong, and if, if they just roll with it, you know something's wrong with them. They go, right, mm -hmm. right, right, right. So it's a good, it's a good little um, test just to see where we're at in this whole situation. That's probably, honestly, uh, that's not, not a bad answer. Either. Better than it's anything you all got. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I would assume I've been out of the dating game for, for a hot second, but I assume like quarantine has just made it so much more difficult. And then like going on a date with someone, like where do you go? What do you do? And then how do you know that like they're being safe with their stuff? So like, it's, I don't know. You just, you just keep chugging along, chugging along and, 
you'll cook up some uh, stunt kids. For I, got some schemes. I got some schemes for you. <laughs> Dan, what you got? I've got one from Handsome Rob. And he oh. says, yes. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> no pictures, just Handsome Rob. Right. You can look up his Twitter profile. My fiance lives in London, England, and I live in Texas. How can I make Valentine's Day special for her, even though we can't be together? Ophi, being a Texan yourself, do you have anything to give your Texas brethren for advice? Well, um, God bless you for uh, dating a Texan. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I know a lot of people going to get hot. Okay. It's just all jokes. Uh, and and, I, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Texan. I just live here. Stop it. It's got to triple down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a long, it's a long distance, but I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of stumped. I'm, I'm kind of stumped aside from, you know, there's a, Oh, you know what? Oh, there's this really good site. I think it's called like goldbelly.com or something like that. And so, you know, we eat, um, vegan and, and gluten-free for the most part. And, uh, they have all different types of nice treats that are like vegan and gluten-free and like around here in Texas, it's kind of hard to, uh, to, to find a lot of the foods that we eat. So I don't know if she eats like a special kind of food or something like that, that might be difficult to get that she likes that she can't get in Texas. But if you go to like this, uh, gold belly website or whatever it is, or go to any website, you know, and, and order her something special to eat that they don't have around here in Texas. Cause that goes a long way. So, I, I mean, I've, I've completely assumed that you have like dietary restrictions or, or whatever. <laughs> and I'm essentially saying, Oh, just buy her something on Amazon in the mail and send it to her. Cause it could be whatever. <laughs> <laughs> special, but you know, that, that was, that was a good, that was a good one for me. We got all types of good, um, vegan, uh, treats and, and, and my wife enjoyed that. I think where Kofi's trying to go with this, with the food idea, it would be probably kind of fun because you guys can't share a meal with each other because you're so far apart from each other. But if you have the ability to like FaceTime and you guys both have a recipe of something that you've never made before and you guys cook together over FaceTime and then you eat the meal together. So it's almost as if you're in the same kitchen as close as you can be to still kind of celebrate and uh, might just be even just like a fun date night thing. Just being able to link up on FaceTime or like a Zoom, whatever uh, your, your uh, conduit for digital information is in these times and planning an activity to do together. There's um, something that I just started doing. It's, um, uh, you know, like subscription boxes, the monthly subscriptions. So they have them where you're doing, they're like murder mysteries. So obviously all we do is just like sit and watch Netflix and watch all the murder mystery stuff, the documentaries. And so these, you actually get a box of like evidence and there's suspects and you go through and read the fake newspapers and stuff and figure out like what suspect you can take off the list this month. And some of them are like six months, some are eight months, some are just one full thing in a box. Like it's pretty cool. And so I think doing something like that too. So if you're not into cooking or you don't want to just sit and watch TV together, if you guys both order this thing, it's essentially like a little game and you guys can sit and work together to work through this crime. There's a bunch of little things like that, but any way you can link up and do the share the same activity, I think that's something that'll kind of bring you guys that feeling of, of being together. Do you guys remember the condor? The bird? The bird? No, the plane. Oh, on it. Yeah. Condor. It was Fast planes, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I think it's as simple as looking into renting a condor. Get to the UK real quick. Be right back <laughs> real soon. Concord. <laughs> it's the Concord. Concord. I thought it was a condor. 
That sounds like fun. No, no, the condor is the bird in South America with the greatest wingspan. It, it would make sense, though, you know, because a bird is very much like, anyways, it's the Concord. I'm corrected by Dan uh, right? Anyways, so my whole condor thing, just take that out. Make sure to, have you ever heard yeah, of a Concord? Leave that in. Leave that in. Because he wants to cut out all the things where he sounds dumb. That's nah. right. Anyways, <laughs> just rent, rent a really fast plane and you could be there real quickly. Just um, rent that's, a really fast plane. Right. That, that's my solution. Um, I don't think they make Concords anymore. But um, that's, yeah, that's, whatever happened to the Concorde? Because that was supposed to be like the next like life mode of travel, right? Yeah, right. What? So um, if you want, so ooh, this is one way in the continental U.S. The hourly rate for a light jet uh, is forty four thousand seven hundred fifty dollars for the hourly rate. Within twenty five hour prices, one hundred eighteen thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. So I'd imagine forty four thousand dollars for an hour. The hour. It's four thousand seven hundred fifty dollars an hour. That's not that bad. Oh, especially oh, oh, I if forty four. Okay. If it's so fast to get you to the UK in like fifteen minutes, that's not bad at all. The, I, these so these are prices for the uh, one way in the continental US. So I imagine oh. they only increase. But these are not cheap prices. E, what what kind of money do you have? I mean, look, you know, the money's oh, about not me. that bad. Well, wow. just, <laughs> those those are absurd prices. Oh my God, <laughs> look. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Are you getting a bigger cut of this podcast than we are? <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me started on that. Uh, I'm trying to help my guy out, you know, so he can, he can see his love real quick. That's all. That's all I want. So you, you're going to float him this? So you're going to you're gonna come out this $5,000? There you go. Because it ain't nothing Look, to you. Yeah. What is, what is help? What does help look like to you? Some words? It's a recession in my house. It's a recession. So that's all I want. I just want to, Tim to, to see his love. That's all. Just use my idea. You'll be fine. All right, next. One's <laughs> <laughs> coming in from Wrestling Nerd Jay. And he uh -oh. says, My wife has the hots for Finn Balor, but I look more like Rick Moranis. Any tips? There, you don't uh, need tips. Sorry, Rick Moranis is beloved. Rick Moranis is the man. If, you're, if your wife is into Finn and you're saying any tips because you look like Rick Moranis, I'm going to assume, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm going to assume that you're saying that, oh, Finn is more attractive than Rick. Eye of the beholder, whatever. But think about this. Your wife chose who? You. Why? Because she loves you. She L-O-V-E-S-U. Yeah, somebody's super attractive, whatever. This guy does flips and kicks and whatever. But who'd she choose? You. So you already won. You don't need any advice. You already won, sir. Congrats on having a fantastic wife who loves you. Congrats. Is there some kind of like beer goggle-like device that she could put on? Well, again, hear me out. There are, they, those, those do exist. But imagine if there was some filter that would just allow her to see Finn every time she looked at her husband, she saw Finn. And then it's, it's the best of both worlds because now he gets all this love and affection as if he had these washboard abs and she gets to be with the man that she lusts after. This is a win-win. Is this just, yeah. you're just talking about Shallow How? Is that what, she, um, that movie? Isn't that what yeah. happened? I don't quite I remember the premise. I, seen it. I think that was it. I don't think I actually saw the movie. I think I just saw the previous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make I'm trying to make this work for her. Or if beer goggles virtual reality was also floated by uh, Dara. Maybe instead of the beer goggles, maybe you just need the beer. These are right. these are healthy healthy advice yep. tips. Ordinarily, I would kind of sway towards uh, what you were saying, Woods, but I'm 100% in agreement with E right now because you do all that. And to top it off, to top it off, you go to the craft store, you get yourself some paint, 
you know, you put it on yourself and you become the demon, baby. And you go on Spotify okay. and you put on the you put on the music. So when she comes home, you shut the lights off and you put on the demon's music. And now you start, you get to crawling on the carpet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, ah! You know, you come out and now she's, oh my, ah! you know what I'm saying? Now you're feeling the demon and you're doing, doing it. And now she didn't, expect, she didn't expect this, you know? She walks in the door expecting to see Rick Moranis. And now she sees not only Finn Balor, but she sees him in the full out demon form. That's what you need to do. Okay, I'm I'm with that. You think I'm that the juice is flowing? Oh, 100%. Are you kidding me? If that's if 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 somebody's super lusty and they get yeah. some uh, some sort of oh, cosplay role play situation, bro, it's it's game. It's and game. and get, get you get you a good like speaker system too. Don't like don't just put it on your phone because it's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna hit when Finn's music hits and the bass and the light. You know, have some, I don't know if you can have a friend there to, to work the lights. I don't know whatever, but you know, you have someone do the lights and then the bass hits. Like it's a mood. You know, yeah. that's the mood that you want to set. Trust me when I'm telling you, bro. Because then that goes both ways. Because like, if he's like, yeah, you know, I, I did this because I know you're into this. And then maybe yeah. she goes, oh, well, he's really into this. So maybe I should surprise him. You don't ask yes. for it because you don't do things in order to get things in return. You just do them to do them. But then that might spark something. And now you guys have opened up a whole new door to your relationship. So oh, I was out when he was explaining it. But when Kofi brought the, the cosplay Look. into it, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in. I'm in. It works for everybody. <laughs> Look, I sparked the idea. Give me some credit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, Kobe polished it. I'll give him that. He polished it. That's yeah. right. Well, it's a okay, team next. You know what we do. Next, that's, Dan. That's what we do. Next. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Next is from Nate Kansas, and he says, my girlfriend says to not worry about doing anything super special for Valentine's Day. Do I take her at her word and just plan a nice, quiet dinner at the house, or is it a test? Help me, New Day. My relationship is in your hands. You, you do exactly what she said, because say what you mean, mean what you say. If you don't want something, say you don't want something. But if you do, then say you want it because we're grown. If we were seven, if we were 14, if we were 18, goes, yeah, sure, we'll play these games because we're children. We're adults now. I don't have time to play these games. I have a job. I have bills to pay. I have children to take care of. So if she doesn't want Valentine's Day, she's smart because she's saying save your money rather than paying triple the price for something on this day. Do it on like, I don't know, July 12th. There's a nice dinner, some edible arrangements. Space it out throughout the year. There's no reason to just pack it all into one day. Listen to your girl. And if she gets mad at you because you did what she said, now you got some different problems. Now you got some conversations to have. Uh, I, I will say that everyone is different. And I, again, am vastly unqualified here. But one of the things that the WWE has done in the past, they've brought in these relationship counselors. And some of this information is superfluous. <laughs> some of it is uh, it's, it's not going where you think it's going, Kofi. It's not, I promise. <laughs> Please go there. It's not. <laughs> but oh. there's uh, one of the things that I learned more about that I really enjoyed is love languages. And I will say that I realized for me, gift receiving, receiving gifts is very low as, as far as like the way I like to deal with affection or any kind of intimacy, whether it be friendship or otherwise. And uh, so I think that's a good start as far as knowing what your partner wants. And it helps you to know what you value in a relationship. And if when I say that I don't want gifts, I do genuinely mean I don't want gifts. But again, everyone is different. Kofi, uh, while Woods was talking, was very much, uh, seemed to be not in agreement. So I will let you go from here. Yes, yes. I, so I, I, this, I was kind of going to go there too with the, uh, the five love languages. If anyone hasn't read that book, you should. There's, you know, like you were talking about uh, different ways how people like to receive and give love. 
correct me if I'm wrong, but the question was, uh, should my wife told my girlfriend told me not to do anything special for her? Or did she say not to get her a gift specifically? Not to do anything super special for Valentine's Day. Okay. Super. Okay. So, so I don't know if anyone has seen uh, Star Wars, but uh, I think it's General Akbar who uh, has the famous quote. And the quote is, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. You to not do anything super special. Again, this melds right into the whole love languages. Like the, there is a way to make her feel special. There's a way that she likes to receive uh, the way that she likes to feel love. So you don't have to get her a gift if that's not what she likes. But if she likes to be complimented, you know, compliment her. If she likes to spend quality time, these are the, the love languages. You know, she wants to spend quality time with you. Find a way to do something that, you know, just revolves around what she likes to do, what she likes. Because, you know, everybody likes to be made to feel special in some way, shape or form. So just make her feel special in the way that she would like to receive it, you know, and you would know that better than us. Because once again, <laughs> we don't know your ass, you know? <laughs> I, you know? I will say I, I agree with you, Cove. And my thing is spread it throughout the whole year. Yeah. We should oh, feel yeah. like that because I feel like we Yo. put so much emphasis on Valentine's Day. Yeah, of course I'm going to show love on Valentine's Day, but I'm going to show love 365. Yeah. And so I just, for me, I never understood the, like, because to me, it's like it's a Hallmark tradition, like, just so you can, like, pay more money on during this week in February, because if you don't, then you're going to get scolded for it. Like, no, we'll just do something <laughs> next week or we'll do something next month because it's cheaper and we have a full life that we want to live together. We want to save money for a down payment on a house. We want to put money into our children's college funds. Like there's things that are, are more important than the 14. And I feel like right. the idea of make, making someone feel special, you got to do that all the time, all the time. But she says, I don't want something super special on Valentine's day. You go, okay, regular special quality time. Let's do that. But let's do quality time on a lot of other days too, throughout the year. And that's, that's, that's my stance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our boss lady, Dara, oh, yeah. makes a very good point that I would like to read. She says, some people have issues with self-worth and don't feel deserving, which can lead to saying things like, don't do anything for me. I, I, yes, I agree with that. I mean, I, and I think that, I think that listening to them in situations like this and then seeing the physical reaction, whether that's upset or whatever, then it leads to having bigger conversations so that you can open up and actually talk about those things. Because if you're if these things are being said because of a certain insecurity or things like that, like, and we're not talking about that, you're just talking about doing something special on Valentine's day. I feel like you're not really getting to the root of the actual issue. And I feel like, and I, I didn't mean to get this deep, but, but then I feel like it turns into a thing where you're just doing things because society is saying do them rather than actually focusing on the specifics of your relationship and what you need to do in order to progress together as, as a unit. So I feel like those things have to be taken into account when we ask ourselves things like, Oh, do we do something even though our spouse said not to, no, because if you're confused about that, you guys, it's time for y'all to have a bigger conversation because it should just work. It should, be, uh, it should, it should flow. I would like to backtrack to uh, Kofi's point, uh, the Akbar point, uh, <laughs> about, the, about the trap. Why is it that someone who loves you and you love dearly and you spend all this time together in a committed relationship, why would they want to set a trap for you to fail? Thank you. Thank no, you. That's the wrong person. That's the wrong person well, for you. It, okay, I should have said it 
could be a trap. Okay, no, 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 I'm not, I don't want to, you know, apply this to every single relationship because Woods made a very good point right there. But I don't know, man. I've, I've seen certain relationships where um, they'll, someone will tell their spouse or, or, you know, their mate one thing. And then when they do exactly as they're told, then it's a fight. Well, of course, that's not what I want. And I'm sure a lot of people can identify with that. But that goes into what Woods was saying about having the deeper conversation about, you know, saying what you mean and meaning what you say. So, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack, too. And I will rephrase <laughs> that and say it could be a trap. I like how we yes. both backtracked into each other's statements. Yeah. <laughs> so we could yeah. be in the middle of like, yeah, this is yeah. the one. This is the one. <laughs> Dan? Yes. Very different question here. This one's coming in from Thrillin' Dylan, and he wants to know, how do I get my wife to be interested in watching my old indie matches? <laughs> oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. Uh, I, I don't know if that's happening, bro. I, <laughs> I, I'm uh, not interested in my old indie matches. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so think about this. Like, if it's your old indie matches, like, I feel like I'm still, like, I'm, like, I've been wrestling since I was 17. I'm 34 now. I feel like I'm just now, like, becoming, like, okay at wrestling. <laughs> so, like, anything from, like, the first five years of wrestling, I want nothing to do with. I don't want to see it. I don't want any of it. And and you know. And, but maybe you're a prodigy, and maybe your first matches were incredible, and maybe you wanted to get into it, but... You got to ask yourself, why do you want her to be interested in these? Do you want her to be interested in watching your matches? Or do you want her to enjoy what you enjoy, like, so you can do it together? What, what's the reasoning? It's a very good point. I absolutely despise watching myself. So I, I completely understand that. Not just my old stuff, like FCW stuff, which is abhorrent, which is abysmal, which uh, should be burned. Which <laughs> No, it's great. No one, That's the five count. What do you mean? Yeah, uh, I said FCW, not NXT. Oh, Rob, excuse me. Rob, Rob Naylor just sent me a, a clip of uh, you doing an entrance with Calvin Reigns. That was my and guy. I was like, this is great. Shout out to Pat Brink, a.k.a. Calvin hey, Reigns. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I also still, even to this day, despise watching myself. Um, but so it is a bit odd. I would like to get to the root of why you want to force this upon your wife. If she's clearly, if she's interested and takes interest, that's great. Then I'm all for that. But uh, I'd also like to know why she's just not into wrestling. She doesn't want to see you get hurt. Some people, maybe that's a reasoning as well. Um, I was going to provide some some comical ways you could, you know, force her to like, uh, was it Clockwork Orange? Where the eyes are like pried open, but that, yeah. that, that felt wrong. So I was, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to suggest that at all. I'm not going to go that route. Um, but maybe watch Clockwork Orange together because that's a great movie. There you go. So there are certain things that your wife is just not going to be interested in, man. You know, like I, I think like a lot of times. So, for example, like football, my wife is not like a football fanatic, but I'll get to talking about football and she'll sit there and she'll listen. And I know that she just she's just not into the sport. There was one point in time where we were supposed to sit down and she was going to like figure out how to play the game, you know, or how to like the rules of the game and everything. And here we are. Uh, a decade plus later, um, and you know she still doesn't know, but she'll still listen to me, and and you know so God bless her. That's how that's how you know you have somebody who really loves you because you know damn well some of the stuff that you talk about, it, like they 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 really they, it's not that they don't care about it, but there's just not like that interest, and I think that's something that we just have to accept. It's okay. Like you don't have to like all the same things. You don't have to um, be into all the same things, you know? Uh, and I'm not saying to like, 
you know, like go and take a dump on what it is that she likes and you might not like, obviously like listen to that and vice versa. But uh, I don't know, man, I think you might be out of luck if she's not into it. I don't know how long you guys have been together, but I assume she's known about your indie wrestling for a while now. And if she ain't into it by now, <laughs> chances <laughs> are she probably ain't going to get into it in an authentic way. So just, just let it go, man. If she, if she's willing to listen to it, then great. If not, that's okay too. You guys don't have to like the same things. I have a question because I feel like for the however long we've been filming, E has been shaking this cup in front of the camera, ask, waiting for us to ask him about it. No. So do you want to talk about the cup? I just wanted to hold it. You've been turning it to make sure we see George, holding it above your, your hand, right. underneath your chin, holding it with one middle finger, shaking it around as fast and violently as you can to make sure somebody says something about it. What do you want to say about the cup? I just wanted to be on the video. That's all. That's all. We didn't need to address it. It's a it's the mug of George Costanza in this in the Seinfeld episode where he did the boudoir shoot. That's all that is. And uh, a friend of mine sent me two of them, and I very much uh, enjoy them. That's all. It's a great that looking cup. It. We don't. It's yeah, a, it's a great looking cup. It's a mug, it but that's fine. Mug. Excuse on. me. Sorry, Thank I didn't mean you. to disrespect you. I appreciate that. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, Dan. Notice me. Notice me. <laughs> shaking it around. What do you mean? I don't, I'm not doing any of that. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean this, about it. this old thing? You mean this cup here? Shaking it for 30 Which minutes. One? <laughs> Good God. That's right. This one is from Ada N. And she asks, I said yes to a date, but now I kind of regret it. What's the best way to cancel without standing him up? You got to ghost him. Oh, you got to ghost him. You got to. No. Canceling plans is my favorite thing to do. Avoiding human interaction, my favorite thing to do. And sometimes just a, just a little ghost, just a sorry, I'm out, is just real refreshing to me. Because, man, sometimes, I think the problem is like, sometimes when you don't want to do something or see someone, it just feels like a weight, like a burden on you. And then I get to the point where I realize, you know what? I don't have to do this. I don't have to go somewhere. And I just feel this relief. I feel this relief. It's, of course, it's not healthy to just ghost people, especially if he hasn't done anything wrong. So I don't actually suggest doing that. But don't do anything that you don't want to do. It's my, that's my larger point. I think it's uh, okay to be upfront with this individual and let them know that I'm not comfortable. I'm having some issues, whatever it is with anxiety. I'm not sure whatever it is that, that makes you feel uncomfortable with doing this. It's also a pandemic, which is also, as you know, if you listen to this podcast religiously, <laughs> that's my number one excuse for getting out of things. Sorry, it's a pandemic. It's great. It works all the time, all the time. I can't go anywhere. It's a pandemic. I can't hang out with you. It's a pandemic. I can't meet your parents. It's a pandemic. I can't leave my house. It's a pandemic. I got to watch football all Saturday and Sunday. It's a pandemic. He said, I can't meet your parents. Yeah. So, so don't, don't do that. I mean, ghosting is fun. Don't get me wrong. It's real. It's a, it's a real blast, what? but you should probably <laughs> handle it more healthfully than, uh, than I would. Bro, yeah, you can, so many of these questions you preface with like, well, I'm not really qualified for this, but this one, you just jump right in with the, with the song. You gotta ghost them. Yeah. <laughs> you already was prepared. You've been ready. Somebody's going to ask me about ghosting. I'm, I got it. I got it. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy We're it. We're gonna very see much. you on that. That uh, is there a, a new ghost fit or a new ghost show on MTV? It's kind of like that catfish show. I don't, I don't <laughs> know people who got ghosted. I, I that MTV only plays ridiculousness all day. I saw that day. too. That's what I was. <laughs> they, they play a lot of ridiculousness. 
And the thing is, people were upset about it, but they know they watched it. They know they watched Ridiculousness for 12 hours straight. Bro, they got a, they got a pretty solid catalog. Why don't they play other shows? Like, Pimp My Ride. Play play more Pimp My Ride. Bring Pimp My Ride. Exhibit's still doing it, man. Bring Exhibit back. What about just like some music videos? Or that too. I know, right? <laughs> music on, on a channel wow. named television? No. It's crazy. The only place oh, we yeah. see music videos now is what? At the gym? Right? Like when they have the... Yeah. Uh, it's like the, much the music or whatever. Where else do you see music like, videos? Yeah. Because like they'll oh. turn on like Jamiroquai, like virtual insanity. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah let's go. <laughs> but but to this to this uh, this person who needs this, this advice, I don't... Uh, I'm, I'm with E. I don't think ghosting is the right answer. But I think it is totally fine to hit them up and just tell them, hey... Uh, I know I said like I was down to go do this, but I'm uncomfortable for reason X, Y, and Z. And so uh, really sorry, but I want to let you know in advance so that you could change your plans or you weren't waiting for this to happen. And then it doesn't last minute because I just called you at six o'clock and we're supposed to meet at seven. Like as much time in advance you can give this person, hopefully the date's not today. (laughs) And hopefully they don't listen to this podcast. (laughs) So then they know your plan. But after you tell them that, you're not going on the date, then you shoot them the link to this podcast so they can subscribe. We'd appreciate yeah. it. Do do that. Actually, lead with that. Lead with <laughs> yeah. that. Subscribe to this. Oh, podcast. and by the way, <laughs> we're, we're not going out either. But no, I mean, you guys, you guys have said it. Don't don't do anything that you don't want to do. You know, just um, yeah. That's I, I can't really add much to what you guys said. Do you enjoy canceling plans as much as I do? At a, for a time, I did because I was like in that zone of, I don't want to do anything. But then I noticed that every time I'd cancel, I'd get like a little like serotonin boost and be like, Ooh, you see really good. Cause like <laughs> really? you said, but then, but then I noticed that I was just canceling because I liked that feeling of like, well, like uh, it's not, it's not like an important meeting. We can just cancel. We can just do it later. But then I told myself like, no, I need to start doing these things because I'm continuously saying no. And now I'm wondering like, why all my friends are having all this fun without me. It's because I'm purposely Mm. not going because I feel like canceling is great. Um, Wow. But then I realized like, no, I just need to say yes to as much stuff as possible for many reasons. One of them, and this happened like maybe like three or four years ago. One of them was that, uh, it was was that FOMO. Like my friends are having so much fun. And I was like, why am I even saying no? Like, I want to go do these things. I just, what I don't want to do is get up and leave my house. That's the, that's the thing. I want to be there with my buddies and doing whatever, but I don't feel like getting up. But once you get up and you leave the house, then you're fine. I, I am at least. I don't, I don't think I have FOMO anymore. I haven't for a long time. I probably have phone mo, fear of not missing out. Because <laughs> I, I look forward to the missing out. I can't, I can't wait to miss out. That's fair. Maybe, maybe missing out is your love language. Man, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're just canceling that's plans. why you live by yourself. Hey, yeah. You, hey, you, you want to make some plans right now so you can cancel them later? You can feel I good. Gonna, I was going to tell, like, that's that's going to be the weekend. That's going to be my little weekend uh, hobby. Yeah. Is, I'm going to make a bunch of plans and just cancel them all just to, just to feel that serotonin rush. One a day. Make seven plans for Saturday. And then starting uh, <laughs> that, that Sunday, whatever, start canceling. So one gets canceled right before and you'll feel, wow, you'll feel insane. Next one comes in from Scott Underwood. What on earth do I do for Valentine's Day for a girlfriend that I've been going out with for less than two weeks? Oh nothing. my God. Mm. You said nothing? No, yeah, nothing. I mean, you can do so. You can get away with anything. You're about to set the bar. You can, I mean, nothing would be setting the bar low. Yeah. But I mean, doing the, maybe nothing's the way to go because yeah, if is. this relationship does last even another 52 weeks, then you know, you, you top what you did last year. You've automatically topped it if you don't do anything at all. But, 
I don't know. She might be somebody who's like, well, he didn't even do anything for me on Valentine's Day. And now all of a sudden the relations, you know, it's questionable. Maybe she doesn't feel like you went out of your way to do anything special. So now is the rest of her life going to be filled with you not doing anything special for her in these special moments? Or does she find that out as she gets to know you? But is she willing to go further to get to know you? Because she doesn't, you know, she doesn't realize, she doesn't see that you've, she hasn't seen you put forth an effort. So I don't know. I, I, I would do something, but it don't, don't, don't set the bar too high. Don't set the bar too high. You know, you know her, you know, you, you, you barely, you barely know her ass, you know what I'm saying? It's been, it's been two weeks. So do, get, do something special, go out to dinner, have a conversation, you know, get her some chocolates. You know what I'm saying? If she likes that, maybe she doesn't, but that's okay. You don't know her. You're learning about each other. So you, the, to me, the door is wide open, bro. Two weeks, man, it's easy. I think when you, when you wake up, on that day, the 14th, you send a happy Valentine's Day text with like a heart emoji. That's it? Two weeks, dude. You don't talk to her though later. We, yeah. And you'll so call have, her at least. And, and like you said, you'll have a conversation. Do something nice. Like that's like, I don't understand what you need at two weeks. I mean, if he's known her for a long time and they just started dating. Yeah. You do something because you've known this person. But if it's like, I literally just met you two weeks ago. No, I'm not doing anything. I, maybe a dinner feels like it could be a bigger production. Maybe, uh, you know, something smaller, like a, a sandwich, you know? Yeah, just like, a, like a regular thing. A little just picnic. A, just, just, just to share a couple sandwiches. That's something, you know, a picnic, I think is, a picnic feels like I would have a picnic with a good friend too, where okay. it's not, yeah. if, you're, if you're worried about it being too aggressive, I feel like that's a step down from a fancy dinner. If you're yeah. two weeks in. A nice, just enjoying nature. And you can, the nice part is you can do it away from people too. You can be yeah. distance. So I feel like a good old fashioned picnic feels about, that, that hits a spot for me. I agree with yeah. picnic. Do a, Except, do I, I guess picnic. it depends on where you live. Because I'm thinking oh, yeah. outdoor picnic. Right now, today, it was like 83 degrees here. It was oh, beautiful. Perfect. So this is great picnic weather. If you're in Minnesota right now, I'm assuming it's very cold and snowy. Might not be picnic weather. So I guess Indoor picnic, move the table in the living room. Not mad indoor at picnic, okay. Or you, you do the, or or you're in Minnesota and you do the outdoor picnic, and that forces the uh, little snuggle. You know, y'all get a little. Oh, uh, it's cold. Do you want my jacket? And you give her your jacket, and you bring her in, and now you guys, you know, you're you're you're, you're embracing each other, and you're getting closer. It's two weeks, bro. You know, remember our first Valentine's Day out there in the snow? Remember that picnic that we had in Minnesota? You know, it's memorable. If it is still like that, it'd be a good thing. You go build a snowman, like play in the snow, do no, something fun like that. Bro. But again, I feel like when people talk about like, oh, I need like a Valentine's Day thing, like see like a picnic, hanging out in the snow, like all that stuff seems like very like, it's like regular stuff that you should be doing like on the regular anyway. So guys and ladies understand. It's not that we, uh, I guess, I guess me, cause I'm, I feel like I'm very much the uh, no Valentine's Day. No, I just think that the love needs to be spread around. So picnics, yes, do them all the time. Flowers, yeah, do them, do them when you can. You know, some dinners, some conversations throughout the whole year. But picnic, I agree with you. E. Two weeks, picnic works. Thank you. Dan? All right. Villacron wants to know, how do you improve your dating app profile? Mm. I've actually never used a, a dating app. I was going to say. I'm totally imagine. out on this. It's just like Twitter and stuff, right? But you just, less information. You're just swiping through pictures and stuff. That's it? I, right. I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, you're, you've never been on one either? Interesting. I have, I'm so far out of this. I don't understand any of it. Like swipe left, swipe right. I don't know. It seems very impersonal to me. And, and maybe all the dating apps aren't like this, but 
And maybe you're just looking for a little, little meetup, a little hookup, you know, I don't know. Like back in the day, you had to meet somebody in the flesh. And obviously you're going to do that. And, and after swiping through, but to me, like being on the screen and picking out your, your ideal person, just it's weird. I know people do it. It's just, it's very strange to me. I don't, I don't understand. I'm out of the game. I don't think so. I feel like in the way that, that the world has come closer together, like that people meet people on the internet through like all kinds of things. Like I've, I've yeah. met people like, uh, like through PlayStation and been friends with them for like two years and then like finally meet them in person somewhere. And it's like, Oh cool. Like I, I know what you look like now. Um, so I feel like meeting people on the internet is so much more commonplace that the, the idea of meeting like an actual person to have like a long-term relationship with on the internet, like is a, Okay, yeah, see, so Dan said he met his wife on a dating site. Dan, matter of fact, get in here. You got, you got this experience. You had yeah. a completely successful Hello? experience. Tell us about your experience on, on a dating app if you're comfortable. Uh, sure. I always felt that my thing was just to always be completely genuine and honest and not try to, like, talk yourself up to something that you're not. Because, like, best case scenario, you meet someone and you hit it off and everything. They're going to find out who you really are. So don't lead with something that you're not. Like, just put out who you are. Don't try to lie to uh, impress anyone. And, uh, you know, hopefully it works out. It doesn't work out for everyone. But, uh, yeah, I've been married for, for years now. Uh, met her six years ago. It's been great. We got married in a Taco Bell. Hell yeah. Uh, great. Great. Uh, hell of a hell of a story. <laughs> I've I've never uh, used. Uh, oh man, this I just thought of this. This is real dumb. So uh, the only date I set up one dating profile, but it was not for me. One time, uh, Celeste and I thought it was real funny. We just love Arn, and there was she sent me. She took one picture <laughs> no. of Arn Anderson shirtless <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> while ironing his shirt at TV. Uh, and we, we decided to, uh, or I decided to make a dating profile for Arn <laughs> just to, and he's married I, and he's not like, no one, this is just to, and it didn't go anywhere. I don't think I responded <laughs> to it. I think I deleted it a little bit later, but, um, yeah, I made the only dating profile I've ever made was for Arn Anderson. So, uh, I'm not sure. I don't even remember what site I used. And is this, is this something remember. that like you went to him? You're like, Hey, look what I did. This is funny. Nope. So you did this it, didn't even show him, then deleted it because you were like, this is a bad idea. He's completely ignorant to the fact. Yeah. Until, until right now, until, <laughs> until people that listen to this tag him and they say, hey, you know, he made you a dating site years ago. Did you get yeah. any traffic? Did you get any, did you, did you interact with anybody? Did you try to catfish no, anybody? No, I never, so I never pretended to be Arn. I never interacted with people as Arn. I just sent out the profile to get a couple chuckles. And then uh, that was about it. So it's, I don't even know if I deleted it. I don't know where, I can't remember. This was years and years ago. This was probably pre-New Day. This was probably seven years ago. So I have no idea if it's still up or what side I used, but it just came to me two minutes ago as we were talking that I set up a dating profile for Arn. You need to find this and delete it. You need to find this and delete it. What if somebody comes up to him and was like, Arn, you haven't responded to my, my text yes. on the dating app. Yes. Yes. What are you talking about, I didn't about, use his man? name. I made up a name. Oh, I didn't okay. use Arn Anderson. <laughs> oh, well, but it was his profile pic of him ironing on the shirt. And somebody's going through it and they see this and they take interest and now they're hoping that he responds and they see it. What? I literally have no idea if it's still live. I don't remember if I deleted it. I need to understand. So you didn't, you didn't use his name. You didn't show him the profile. Like yeah. what was the impetus? Like, did you do it? And you were laughing like the whole time. And then it was just done. And was like, this exists. And then you walked away from it. Yeah. What was the payoff? Yeah. There's no payoff. Yeah. Look, the I'm laughs. searching for it. I'm the searching laughs. for it. 
Look, sometimes oh you just gotta God. you gotta give yourself a couple chuckles. Oh That's all you Okay, so you said Celeste sent you this picture. So you weren't even with her when you made this profile. You're by yourself. Yeah, I was by myself. Did you tell her that you made it? I think I did. This is like you, seven did years you, ago. So I don't know. I think I did. So there's, a, so there's a possibility. There's a possible universe <laughs> where Celeste texted you this picture of Arn ironing his shirt backstage. You just saved it, made a profile, not using Arn's name. Didn't tell anyone until seven years later on this podcast. I don't even think I, I don't remember if I used the, the shirtless uh, pick. I might have just used a, an Arn face pick. I remember we we were very much just we were very in on Arn. Arn was just getting very weird. First of all, Arn is one Arn is one of the funniest people you will ever meet in the business. Arn is hilarious, and I was just all I was a big Arn fan right there. So I was just and you and you were such a fan that you decided to make a dating profile for and and you found a good pickup. You said so. You saw this picture of him ironing his shirt. You said, you know what? I want to make him a dating profile, but I don't want to use this picture. Let me, let me find one. a good no, one. Let me find a good one. Find a good one. <laughs> and he found a good picture of Arn, probably smiling, happy. And then you named it whatever Charles Wooderson. I don't know. Dickens was Dickens. Charles Charles Dickens. Yes. <laughs> and then instead of going, hey Arn, this is funny, or hey Celeste, this is funny, or even later at some point, like, hey guys, this is funny. Ha ha ha. You just made it, laughed at yourself for 10 seconds, and then turned your phone off and watched college football? <laughs> the point wasn't to make other people laugh. The point was to make myself laugh. But I'm wondering what the payoff Mission was. accomplished. The payoff is the laughs. That's it. Just the laughs. But it's still there. To Dan's point, yes, it still exists. I don't know if it does or not. I can't remember if I deleted it. I probably deleted it. I don't know. I, I feel like... When you delete something, you know you deleted it. So you definitely didn't delete From it. From seven years ago? I don't remember. Yes. Uh, I don't remember if I deleted his Christian Mingle profile. I don't know. <laughs> I hope it's farmer, on like, what's, farmers, what's only. farmers meet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. If you put it on black people meet, I'm going to... I'm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> might have been it. <laughs> right. that, okay, that, that I would have bought for. <laughs> that honestly might be it. It sounds uh, right. I was listening to this oh. comedian. I can't remember who I'm, I'm mad. I can't remember. But he goes, yeah, some of my friends use this, this website called Black People Meet. And he goes, it's a great dating site for black people to meet other black people. But also sounds like it could be a really weird racist cannibal site. Yeah. <laughs> this is black, black people, people meet. And I was like, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is weird. There's some issues there. Yeah. All right. Oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. It's the last one. Yes. Last one. Last one. Final. 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 This one's from Stephanie Chronopolis. Says, thoughts on shooting your shot on the socials? Do it. Go for it. May as well. Just be respectful about it. Don't be like, don't be all nasty in somebody's DMs. But if you're like, hey, how's it going? You know, I've been noticing you and want to say, hey, like some respectful, you know. I've uh, I've uh, used Twitter and Instagram to to date before. I in, in fact I think that's why I didn't jump on dating profiles. It's because it's just a way to connect. I've also made friends like I first connected with Wale because of Twitter. Just went like via the DMs. Same thing with uh, Flapper Zombies with Juice. So not just Twitter and Instagram. Just kind of a, just a great way to connect with people from around the country and around the world. I think at least from in our profession, it's a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, there's usually, as long as there's a level of respect and it's not creepy, I don't see any issues. And I think too, when I was younger, I used to dread uh, being turned down uh, so much. It used to just feel like a personal 
attack. Like I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough. But then you realize as you get older, rejection, honestly, is a good thing. It's, it's a good thing in your personal life. It's a good thing in your professional life because you, you learn to deal with bumps in the road. You learn to, it, it can make you better. It gives you a level of resilience. So, you know, and I think I'm someone who has often limited themselves in thinking, man, I'm not good enough to do that or to do this. But then I just got to a certain point where I just said, you know, what? I need to get out of my own head and just try just try the thing. And that's how I got into wrestling. And, you know, over a decade later, I'm still here. And even just making connections with certain people who I thought wouldn't care about me or wouldn't that be that interested. And some of them are some of my best friends on earth. Uh, and you can meet some great people just shooting your shot. So I say, uh, as long as you're not real weird about it, there's usually very little downside in shooting your shot. If someone ignores you, it's okay because it's not an indictment of you as the person or of your abilities or your looks or your charm. Oftentimes that stuff isn't about you at all. It's about that person or where they are in their life or whatever's going on in their life. So um, don't take rejection personally is, is something that I've had to learn. And I'm really grateful that I learned that lesson as well. It took me a long time to learn, but uh, I definitely say, go ahead. Why not? Yeah. I'm in that same boat. And it's funny that you said that because I feel like, uh, especially in like middle school, high school, there are so many different moments where, you know, you go to like uh, uh, one of like your, your semi or your dance or whatever. And, you know, you want to ask this girl to dance. And a lot of times I was so shy. And for a lot of reasons, for a lot of the same reasons that you had mentioned too, about like not feeling good enough and fearing rejection and stuff like that. And I feel like I missed out on a lot of great moments because a lot of people talk about like their, you know, their proms and their semis and they have all these wonderful memories. Uh, my senior prom, I wasn't even going to go because I, you know, I, I just was, I, I just intimidated to ask the person who I wanted to ask. And I ended up bringing one of my friend's best friends just so that she could have her best friend at the prom, you know? And I was just like, oh, why am I here? Like, I don't want to be here like with this person and nothing obviously against her. She was an awesome girl, but um, the, ex the memory that I have of it now could have been absolved and I could have been replaced with a memory that was, you know, that was fond and it would have left me feeling fond about senior prom and, and stuff like that. So, um, but like what the worst thing that would have happened is what someone would have said, no, okay, then you move on, you know? So like you said, man, like that fear of rejection is very real. And I wish I had also learned a lot earlier not to be afraid to, to, to be rejected. So definitely shoot your shot and see what happens. The worst thing that could happen is they, is they say, no, right? Who cares? You'll live. <laughs> or the worst or. thing that could happen is it starts off real well, you get married, and now you're trapped in the trap that is marriage, and you can't go anywhere. <laughs> this is my life now. And you look at them, and you say, damn, I shouldn't have DM'd you, because now I'm not sure. Now, now I'm not sure, because you told me you didn't want anything special for Valentine's Day. And now I'm here sending tweets to the New Day, asking them how to deal with your ass. I should have never DM'd you. I knew you were sorry when I saw you on Twitter. <laughs> damn that there. New Day pod. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, that's, that, that's, that's how we feel. You feel free to shoot your shot. Just make it respectful. Cause that's respect. That, that's there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with a respectful. Hey, how's it going? But if you're getting, yeah. but, you're getting but what, well, some, sometimes though you can go too respectful and then it comes off as, you know what I mean? Like you can be too tepid and it could be like, all right. But sometimes if you come in 
real hot. Sometimes you can knock someone's socks off. It'd be like, or at least come in with something humorous or, you know, I just don't want people yeah. to be, res- there's a certain level of respect, but you also, if you have an understanding of who it is that you're shooting a shot with and they have a certain sense of humor, maybe go that route. You want to, cause you want to make an impression. If you go in too tepid, too respectful, sometimes it's like, all right, I'm not really feeling it, but sometimes I just want to feel the heat in the DMs. I want to pick up my phone. <laughs> I want to be sizzling. Oh, Ooh, this, you this to put <laughs> Let me throw this phone down. Because I've got to reply. So I feel like, so I feel like if you got a, picture in your dms of someone re- replicating the uh uh the, the george shoot that's on your mug you'd be no, in. don't stop don't stop with a pick pick is that's too strong that's that's a little strong <laughs> especially when, <laughs> it's, when it's all it's, covered everything's covered it's just the, yeah, just the same kind of shoot yeah but you know you know how it uh on instagram at least when you don't follow the person it kind of blurs it there's oh, that yeah. moment of trepidation where you're like, I don't know what I'm going to get. This is a whole, you know yeah, <laughs> you look excited in the worms. You look so excited right now. <laughs> I don't know. It could be anything. Sometimes you just don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't know about starting with a pick. Maybe start with some conversation first and then I don't know. <laughs> and then I don't know. I don't know. Man, it's a whole minefield. Remember that time you had me open my DMs because I was bored? Hysterical. That was Absolutely a horrible hysterical. idea. That was a god awful idea. <laughs> First of all, even trying, to, even trying to go through them was felt like work, and then just it got to a certain point where it, the request, not even like filthy, it was just a lot of it was just nonsense and silliness, and I just said this, this was a horrible, horrid idea. <laughs> awful idea. <laughs> but there's so, so okay. So uh, so I keep my my DMs are open, but I can't tell you how many uh, how many connections I've made, like specifically like in the gaming space. Because they are open. So it's somebody who, like, they work at the place X and they want to be respectful and be like, hey, you know, like, is, I see you up, up, down, and doing this. We're interested in having you guys do this. Like, and then we can exchange emails and stuff. So, like, I can't tell you how many connections I've been able to make because my, my DMs are open. And they've helped me get to the point where, like, now I've got, I've got this hosting gig at G4. And, like, if I never opened my DMs and, like, talked about it, like, not was and I wasn't able to get those connections, then I wouldn't have had like the I wouldn't have been able to gain the responsibilities at work that I have with the YouTube channel and to like move it along. So like Twitter's Twitter's strong. Twitter's powerful for a lot of things. Just just try to use it for good. So open your DMs, y'all. Open them up. Oh, you said like that and looks your lick lick your lips. That's yeah, I don't know. You know, summarize, summarization. <laughs> and that summarizes this whole thing. Open your DMs, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and the police. Could be a Pandora's box. You never know. <laughs> you should do it. When you listen to this podcast, you should open your DMs for like a day. Yeah. And just see. See what happens. And then tweet, hashtag, my DMs are open. I guess. Good luck. See, see, see the minefield <laughs> that, you, that you wade through. See what kind of people are following you. See who you need to block and mute. That's pretty much mm-hmm. that. And that's the last piece of, of uh, Valentine's advice that your boys are going to be able to give you today. We've taken enough of your time. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Remember to use the hashtag New Day Pod to keep yourself in the conversation on the socials, on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, all that good stuff. You know what? Matter of fact, on Facebook too. And you can tell your friends that they can listen to this podcast wherever they listen to their podcast. Just type in the New Day in the search bar and click the pink picture with the three black guys' faces on it. That's us. Subscribe. If you're listening on Apple, give us five stars because that algorithm can work in our favor. If it works in our favor, it works in yours. Thank you for listening. I am Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I am Kofi Kingston. And you can follow me at True Kofi on the Twitter and at the True Kofi on the Instagram, baby.
And I am at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram, but ain't nothing good going on uh, in those places. Actually, I lied. There's something good going on right now. If you check, uh, it'll probably be, it's definitely on Twitter right now. But the nice part is we are still auctioning off all of our Royal Rumble gear and the proceeds go to Foodlink New York in Rochester. This is in honor of uh, someone we love very much in John Huber, uh, Big Brody a.k.a. Luke Harper, and we're going to keep doing that. It's going to take a while because we're just auctioning off one piece at a time. But the beautiful thing is we were able already to send $4,000 to Foodlink New York, and that's just off of Kofi's ring jacket. So eventually we're going to get through all those pieces, and uh, that's our way of honoring someone uh, we love very, very much, and uh, we'll continue to find ways to, to honor him and his memory. So uh, make sure to check out my Twitter and, uh, you know, we'll keep posting updates on stuff that will be sent on eBay and do that. And I'm wondering if there's anything else. Also, uh, Dan, uh, Doodoo Dan, as we like to call him, he's hopped in and said, uh, if you can please uh, use hashtag New Day Gas Up, uh, we will continue to gas you up. So make sure to do that as well. 